Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Maleko and Flash podcast. Namastizzle, manizzle. Happy yoga day. It is world yoga day. Whatever the hell that means. I don't know. But what's up? Our audience of one probably knows. Why don't you introduce the uh, fans to our special guest? In honor of National Yoga Day, I brought in, or World Yoga Day, I don't know, she can clarify it for us. I brought in my all-time favorite yoga, the person that got me into yoga, which I know, believe it or not, I do yoga, and I have actually for several years, is uh, the best yoga teacher I know, Jessa Simpkins. Well, thank you for that. Hello, hello. Hi, Jessa. Hi. It's so glad to have you in here. Um, we've, we've actually, we've crossed paths so many times. You have so many projects, things that you're working on. We're going to talk about all those today. Um, but of course, yoga is the big deal. Of the, what is today? Is, what holiday is it? It's World Yoga Day. <laughs> is which that a holiday? <laughs> kind of is, right? What, what do we recognize sure. today? World Yoga Day. What does that mean? Well, World Yoga Day was founded several years ago by a yogi in Berlin that just kind of had the idea of bringing awareness into human rights and kind of tapping into multiple yoga schools, yo- multiple yoga teachers, kind of bringing everybody together and designating one day to be World Yoga Day where yogis get together, they fundraise, they practice, um, donate money to charities after everything is done and send, send all their intentions and energy to people suffering from any kind of human rights issues. So the most important thing is that the practice has to start globally from 11 to 1 p.m. So it's a 24-hour marathon of yoga mm-hmm. with all oh. of that funding and energy going out into the world. Wow. And you're doing something for, for this, right? You're I, participating? I am participating, not in that exactly, exact time frame, but no matter what, taking any opportunity you can to bring the awareness to human okay. rights issues. Is what you're doing right now. Yes, Hello. exactly. Podcast. Yes. Yeah, this podcast counts as World Yoga Day. That's well, a stretch. It, it counts as bringing awareness. Exactly. She's explaining exactly. that people, right, okay. the I'm people who are listening are now aware. <laughs> and I'm about to do the downward dog in your face. So, <laughs> boy, if I had a nickel. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that, that moving gets us, on. We need our word of the day Let's because I want to start drinking. Okay. First of all, Jess, what do you like to drink? I have a French rosé today. That's Ooh, my gosh. favorite. Rosé. Fancy. Bubbly? Mm, just a not flat? Not today. Not today. Okay, just, just, just a, still. Yes. I like this. Okay, so she's got a rosé at home. You're you welcome like to this? grab a bottle. You like that? I, I can do a rosé. Because you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm friends with you. <laughs> so Bango. We'll, Touche. We'll start with uh, your rosé at home. Grab a bottle. Uh, and I'll, uh, I'll drink it. Start pouring. No, you don't even get any. And then uh, the word of the day, uh, yoga. There you go. So every time you hear that word from now, starting right now, you have starting to now. take a sip of your drink and uh, namaste, bitches. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So wait a minute. So, you know, the thing is, I was doing yoga before. Get, you're, star, you're already lying. Before Flash. I was. Come I on. was doing. I was doing Bikram yoga. Oh, my God. You're so full of it. Uh, what are you talking about? I was doing it. I, I was going to classes two times a week. For like three years, and I was telling you about it, and then then later on in life you discovered this. You know, are, are you are you we, mad? We did this on the show. Do you on, want me when, to give you credit for getting me into yoga? Is this no. what you're saying? Is this what this is about right no, now? No, because you, you you were still working out. You were still going to the gym. You were still doing. I, your I do thing. all these things now. You are, yeah, but but like you were dissing the benefits of oh, it. Oh yeah, when I was doing it. I, remember, I firmly yeah. believe this. Yeah, no, we're yes. gonna we're definitely gonna get into this. <laughs> okay, yes. and I just want to know I. I want to get partial credit for having put the seed in there, but I'm glad that somebody finally got you there because 
it it's totally uh, uh, it, I think it's harder than working out. So are you saying that you still do no. yoga? You still no. practice? No, I don't. So you just went through that whole speech and said you did Bikram yoga for three years, but now you don't do it anymore. Well, I stopped. I stopped going for a while because it was inconvenient to get to the place I like to go to, and then mm, lots of excuses. Lots Life of changes. Excuses. It happens. Yeah. It happens. So I'd like to go back, but would you really? Yeah. I actually I bought like a hundred dollars worth of core power yoga certificates that gets you that gets you like two classes i know and i never even used them they're in my email somewhere well i'll take it because i actually go there really i should just give no i'm serious i don't even know if they're still good yes okay yeah so i definitely we'll we'll start there i definitely used to make so much fun of yoga i worked out all the time do cocoa head i i take all these hits classes do all this crazy stuff and i just yoga is so easy to make fun of it's really, really easy to make fun of it, and I did that. And uh, and you you suck, by the way. For doing and then, that. but then you could discover. I got convinced by Jessa to start doing yoga. So what what kind of classes do you take? Uh, well, now if uh, Jessa used to teach me all the time, and then now I'll just do whatever at Core Power, mm. which isn't really yoga i don't want to get too into it right now we might a little later on okay, okay. i don't feel like core power yoga is all that yoga e compared to like what jessa <laughs> can you just pause on I the know. word of the day for just a second <laughs> here people people at home can't even put the glass down for a second. it's done. not you jesse you're you're doing great on the bell <laughs> it's flash i know i'm trying <laughs> slow I'm trying down so mister. Hard not to say the y word um but what I found is so it's I think it's very hard for people that aren't into yoga to get into it because it's so easy to make fun of it. And there's also like a lot there's so many different types of yoga and there's a, I think a lot of misconceptions about it. I'm going to stop saying yeah. that word. There's a lot of misconceptions about it. But having said that, I've been practicing for what 5 plus years now. It's still incredibly easy to make fun of all of it. Well, it I is. can comment the people, on that. The culture. Yeah. Class, why don't you stop talking and why don't we Fine. let why don't we let Jess to talk it's for a minute? It's super easy to make fun of things that you're unfamiliar with and that you're unknown and yeah i mean there's one thing to be able to laugh at yourself and make fun of it but sometimes when things are confronting it's easy to make fun of it and mm. yoga can be very confronting and multiple different levels you think you have to be good at it but it's a practice you get good at it doing it mm-hmm. you look around the room and you're comparing you're supposed to get out of your senses and focus within yourself so that's th- the hardest part yeah i think it can be very confronting and therefore easy to make fun of it if you you know, aren't willing to. Yeah, if you take it. a class or two and then you're but like, I'm just no good at it. It's, it's just an easy thing to make fun of. There's certain yeah. things in life are easier to make fun of than other things, and it's yeah. very easy to well, make fun well, of yoga. Well, let's start with the outfits, you know, first of all. It's no, like the you outfits, wear- is that's the best part of yoga. <laughs> as long as you're in shape, that's the best. Look at Jessa. It's the best part of yoga. I, you know, I get super self-conscious in, in yoga class because I... Uh, well, in Bikram, you know, you wear as little as possible, and so for many, for many God, classes, that's an image I'm already trying to get out of my head. <laughs> Jesus. Well, Christ. I would do people the favor of not having to look at me, so I'd like be in the back of the class. I, you know, I'd have an extra shirt on, you know, and then eventually I just like I don't care about you. I'm here yeah. for me. Also, exactly, exactly. I put, I go in there with my super tight shorts and my my, you know, <laughs> sweaty body, and I'm in the corner, and I'm like, don't look. Now there's an image, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Check me out. Yeah. So there's there's a whole bunch of different practices of yoga, right? There's like there's all kinds of what what did you teach? Um, so I started with Bikram yoga back in the actually community uh, 
the YMCA type yoga back in the day. It was like yeah. the older hippies taught that class. It was friends of my parents. My uncle actually took me when I was 13. I got into Bikram because that's all that there really was. That's mm-hmm. a hardcore yoga. It's like heated. all the different yogas. Yeah. That's like a, one of the harder. That's my favorite. If not though. the hardest yeah. one. I always like that more than anything else. I... Yeah, and so later on throughout the year, like I, years, I always practiced, and then I had the opportunity to take a yoga teacher training, um, <laughs> and I had no intentions of teaching, actually. It mm. was just to deepen my practice, and it was through that whole process of really opening up lots of different layers of myself, my practice, that then I kind of fell suit into, like, this is, you know, something I could do, want to do, and then that was over 10 years ago, so... Mm-hmm. There's lots of different branches of yoga. My um, practice after Bikram was Ashtanga, which I'm super grateful for my background because it's very disciplined. And Mm -hmm. so from that, with also having a dance background, I can pick and choose and make it interesting. But there's always in all of my classes a very solid foundation and a a rhyme to my reason from the beginning to the end of the flow. So what is Ashtanga? Describe that for people like us that don't really know what that is. Ashtanga (laughs) yoga is there's... Primary series, first, second, third, it goes all the way up. And it's basically the same practice of some uh, sun A and sun B and various different postures. But you're doing the same thing every single time. And the whole philosophy behind it is the more you do it, each day you get further and further to your quote-unquote goals. Is that, is that the one with the 220 different? It's about 80, 86 chaturangas, oh, yeah. Okay. So, and why why is the like why why are sometimes the yoga classrooms so hot? Like so hot yoga came about um I think well first of all I think yoga's become very mainstream in North America and through that there's lots so of much. studios that have opened up. In the mainland I will practice hot yoga, but here I choose not to right. for various different reasons. We're in Hawaii. It's all hot. It's always it's hot. All hot. It's, it's true. Yeah. Wait um, a minute. So you said on the mainland it's becoming, is this a recent thing? Is this whole popularity thing? Is this just, is this because companies like Core Power are just slamming it home? I think Core Power is definitely a huge corporate yeah, I mean, they're a monster, so yeah, they so just come out here and you will like this. So all over the place. So yoga's being franchised. Is that what's causing this this influx of, of people signing up and learning it and becoming yogis? Um, I think, yeah, definitely. The more, the more access people have to it, the more people do it. The whole question back to the heat, If I remember in Bikram, at very athletic people would only do Bikram yoga because they sweat. So people mm-hmm. who are very athletic feel that they need to have that. You feel that, like you're getting yeah, a workout. You feel like when you're fully yeah. sweating and drenched, right. you've gotten a workout. Yeah. When... Really, if you're building heat internally versus externally, you can sweat just as much. It's just a different uh-huh. different techniques of breathing and moving. But I feel like from the time I started taking yoga and apparently, supposedly, Maleko before me, like let's say I started taking it about five years ago, there was more of a stigma for me to say I take yoga. I would get made more fun of. I'm still going to get made fun of for doing yoga, but it's less so now. Because more, so many more people are doing it. And no, is, no, we're still gonna make funny. <laughs> is it's this just... is this more of a Hawaii trend for yoga to be? It seems to have really exploded, oh, or no. is it nationally, yeah. internationally? I, I feel like Hawaii, with everything, and I can safely say this, growing up here, we're like the last ones to get a lot of things. But mm. yoga has been exploding, exploding for a while all over the place, yeah. and not just in North America, all over the world. Why? Why do you think it's it's getting it's trending up so much? Well, I mean, have you ever walked out of a yoga class and regretted going? It's true. Ever. It's true. I have walked out of a CrossFit class and regretted. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. I have decided. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you that. All right. So wait. So let's talk, let's. Uh, 
There's a certain <laughs> culture that comes with it too, though, and I think that's part of the reason why it, it's people a have a hard time getting into it. Kind of like how CrossFit is a cult. You know, it's like I I don't want to go to CrossFit because I don't like the people who do CrossFit. You know, no offense to you if you do, but it's just like the people who are in there are just like harder, do it, and it's like stop yelling at me. I just want to work out. So you know, like you, when please you, leave me alone. <laughs> but you know what you talk about uh, uh, taking classes uh, like yoga classes. You have to buy the clothes. You have to buy the mat. You have to. You, you have to get the towel to buy the clothes. Well, you know, but you have to. You have to wear the right clothes. You have to get the right equipment. It's just like any sport or any exercise. You have to have the right gear for it. Uh, do you? Do you also have to shop at Whole Foods? Definitely not. Are you sure? No, I think if anything. So the biggest thing that I hear from students, either coming class, wanting to come to class, or in, inquiring, is. I'm not flexible. I can't do yoga. Well, that's the... In, that was that me. Completely. That was my yeah. big thing. That is the number of reason why you should do yoga. Exactly. If you start to feel more flexible, feel better in your body, then what's probably going to follow suit is wanting to eat better. And therefore, you might be drawn more to places like Whole Foods or down to earth and eating more healthy and being more conscious about what you're putting into your body. Okay. When so it's, it's just changing your mindset. Then. Exactly. One of the biggest misconceptions I had um, before I started going to classes was I just thought everyone was going to be a pretzel and be like a master yogi that could like put their ankles behind their head and do like weird, crazy stuff. And it's, you know, you go into That's classes. That's what you were hoping. That's yeah. really. Well, for some of the class, going there yeah. to cruise chicks yeah. is what you were doing. And then you get in there and you realize, oh, like I'm actually more flexible than some other people in class or not everyone is like doing crazy, you know, one-armed inversions. Like you realize that everyone is at their own level, just like any other gym or any other class that you're going to take and it's not as intimidating, I think, as you thought it would be. Right. And then also, too, you kind of get to a point where you stop comparing yourself to other people and stop looking around. And when I'm practicing within five minutes, I don't know what anybody else is doing because yeah. I'm so in my breath. I'm so on my mat. I know that's where you're supposed to go. I don't ever get there, though. Like, I'm always because the, there's a freaking mirror, you know, so you're looking at the mirror, you're trying to look at your own eyes, but then you catch someone else's eyes and you're like, oh, oh awkward yeah. moment there. I wasn't supposed to be looking at you, but I was. You know, and like if somebody else starts to wiggle off in the corner and then lose their balance, immediately my eyes are like, oh, I'm losing my balance right now, too. And then I fall. So, it's, I mean, that must take incredible well, that's, mental so strength one to thing do that. That's super trending right now is the one. There's eight limbs of yoga and asana is only one of them. And I'm not going to get into all of eight of them because that would take a whole show within itself. But mm -hmm. one of the other ones is to withdraw your senses, withdrawing your senses, which you could, you know, what the person next to you is doing, what the room smells like. So, like, should we wear a blindfold? Would that be better? Well, and well, I guess there could be a physical blindfold. It's it's called a dristi. You draw your gaze half in and half out. So your mm. focus is so within yourself, but then there's also an it's attention. Like you blur awareness. Yeah, your you're vision. Like so Jessa would always yell at me when we're doing yoga because it's like my mat has to be just so. You'd stop and I need clean to it like in the middle of practice. Wipe my sweat. I'm definitely like my mat has. I'm so anal. You get that OCD, an OCD going, thing yeah. about my mat, and she's like, "You need to. Those are distractions. That's the opposite of what yoga yeah. is supposed to be about. And it's really, really hard to let that stuff go." It is, but you that's got, part of it, right? I mean, sweat dripping there's down a million in your things. eyes. Plus, there's, there's all the stuff that happened on your way in. The guy that cut you off. Exactly. You know, the fight you got into right before you got in here. If you're going to core power, just parking is like a whole anxiety <laughs> level thing. 100. You're getting in there. When you set up your mat and then somebody comes and has the audacity to set their mat up like two inches away from yours when there's plenty of room on the other side of the room. And it's like, yo, I was here, dude. Right. Namaste. <laughs> Now I'm gonna stay over there. <laughs> yeah. By the way, what is what is the the etiquette on that? Because sometimes I feel like, 
Like, if your mat is touching mine, you're too close. So that, Unless the class is full. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, when I'm in New York City, it's mat to mat. If I'm in San Francisco, if you're in major studios where you're packing hundreds of people or, Ugh. you know, 50 and up in giant studios, oh God, you are mat that. to mat. Ugh. And it just becomes, you know, you're in a city, you're kind of used to that. I think here in Hawaii, we're kind of more used to open space. Like a little and, space. Yeah, and then, yeah, like you said, this is my space. However, you want to make room for everybody. And I, as a teacher, I don't turn anybody away. That's mm. I don't want anyone to sweat on me. I don't want anyone to touch me. Yet he goes to hot. Hot yoga. I'm yeah, confused. there's a lot of sweat in that in that room. <laughs> I I don't. I force myself to go to stuff like that. Yeah. It's not like I'm a huge fan of it, but it's just good for me, so I deal with it. But like, don't sweat on me. Don't sweat around me. I'm I'm sweating. I don't want to get my sweat on you. Have you ever worn? Do you ever wear like a cardio belt, like or? A, a, I have, but uh, not um, like a Fitbit or something like that to see what your heart rate is. Not in yoga. I have so, for other types of fitness. When we were doing uh, years ago, Flash and I had a radio show for a minute. Uh, it was <laughs> on ninety three nine, and when we did it, one of the things we did, we got some sponsors to come in, and they yeah. they sponsored uh, the the biggest loser type contest, where basically our other host and I were in a weight loss competition. Believe it or not, Jessa Maleka was even fatter. Than he is now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I lost. You were, you were th- I lost forty pounds. You were thick in thirty days. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So it was like thirty-five days or something like that. And I, I was going to the gym four days a week. I was going to yoga all the other days of the week. Eating better. Eat, everything. Diet less. changed. I had a trainer. Yeah. Like, I mean, I did everything Drugs to right. A minimum. <laughs> <laughs> did everything right. All the alcohol was gone. Going to bed early. And basically, my life was at the gym or at yoga. That, that's the part of it that sucked, is that I, I had no life. It was like I'd leave work, I'd go work out, I'd go to bed, we leave work. It's hard. Out. Well, it's just it a different hard. life. You had it a was. life, just a different lifestyle. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, I like that perspective. Okay, okay. A little yoga perspective there yeah. for you. I'll but the whole, the whole point of it was to win this competition, uh, which, I, <laughs> which I didn't. Well, like, oh, the point is not to be healthy. Right. Not to, well, like, well, once I got <laughs> into it, that was the point. Like, no, I just want to win. Once I got into it, obviously that changed for a little bit, and I kept that lifestyle for about a year or so after that. Come and then on, I, it was like all my old, all my old habits started to come back. But, Clearly, um, <laughs> the point that I was going to make is that I found because I would wear the heart rate monitor all the time because I was I was a little overweight and I was concerned about you know overexerting myself, and so I noticed that when I was wearing my heart rate monitor after yoga, I would continue to have a high heart mm-hmm. rate. For like an hour yeah. or so afterwards, yeah. and and like it was it was even more than at the gym. Like I'd run on the treadmill more do, than at the gym. I do cardio for like a half hour. I do maybe sometimes I do it for forty five minutes with my trainer, and then afterwards, like for fifteen twenty minutes, I'd have a high heart rate. But like after leaving a yoga class, I was I was burning for like an hour or so afterwards. Interesting. Yep, that was crazy to me. I, I felt like I was getting more benefit doing that. Why is that? Do you know? Well, yoga open up, opens up and works out a lot, a lot of different energies in the body and places that might hold energy or stuck energy. And you also, when you're working and instructed and kind of using different energy locks, you cultivate a lot of energy. And if you're not at the end of the practice of letting go of that energy, it'll keep going. So, so I've, there's been times in, in the beginning of my practice where I couldn't sleep at night mm. because I didn't let everything go in Shavasana. I didn't release my body. I didn't let everything assimilate and integrate into my physical mm. body. I kind of held on to it. By the way, that's my favorite pose. Oh, yeah. Shavasana. It's like everyone's I, favorite I, pose. I live for that. It's like Shavasana. Yes. What do they say? It's the easiest pose to get into but the hardest pose to master? Well, I mean, physically, it's the mm. easiest to do. But yeah, I mean, you're, that's, you're, you've worked out all of those postures in, in your body to 
find a space of meditation Mm -hmm. and shavasana is part of the physical practice of meditation usually like as soon as shavasana starts then i start thinking about work and i I know that like oh i'm in trouble it's that monkey you're not supposed to be doing that Yeah, yeah definitely so i have i i some of the problems i found with yoga and this is like very specific is I get the yoga toe where the skin, (laughs) the skin on the bottom of my big toe peels away. And it's, and sometimes it's on the left toe, sometimes it's on the right toe. And once it starts to go, it's like a blister. And if you, if it's like the only way for me to have it get better is to stop going to to yoga or I do with sculpt too. Is there anything you can do to stop that? Actually, there's a couple of different things. One, when you're working in, a heated room, you're going to have moisture. So if your toes get soggy, there's that kind of issue. Mm. Usually what I found working with students one-on-one, especially when you mentioned maybe it's the right, maybe it's the left, is the balance that you're placing in the big toe. Mm. So you want to use the tripod of the foot and the toes are lifted and spread very lightly. So if you're off balance or you're dominating and leaning on one toe more than the other, you can put a lot of stress and pressure in that area. And then for start to create like a split in the toe, almost like a callus. But it's so, ah, yeah. Okay. So you can actually um, still continue practicing yoga. It's happened to me several times throughout my practice. You can use gymnastics tape or a liquid Band-Aid if you're kind of having that oh, issue. Oh, okay. So yeah. that you're keeping it's the just like runners. Yeah. Like it's just runners. Exactly. It, it is a blister, essentially. Yeah. It, essentially, yeah. It's what do you a, think about a super glue, putting super glue on it? What, uh, why would you put super glue on your skin? Well, I feel like if you put super glue and then it ripped in the middle of class, it would hurt even more. Oh, my God. That would suck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? What? What are you doing? I don't know. Why I'm, would you I, put this, super glue? Listen, this is what I'm asking her. And no one said I was smart. I'm just. I'm, say, I'm asking. I'm asking the yoga master. Stop looking on the internet for medical advice. All I know is I always one toe or the other, and it, it can alter. Band-Aid. Me. Is, so that, is that what would make thinking. sense with your balance then? If you're yeah, because once I get it on the one, then I definitely exactly. favor the other yeah. foot and, and put that down as little as possible because it, it hurts. So it's so painful. It's yeah, terrible. It's very, very. It's very deep and painful for sure. Oh man, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not digging that. Um, getting back to you know, Aleko said, do you have to shop at Whole Foods yeah, when yeah, you do yeah. yoga? I want to know is if you're Howley and you do yoga, what what's the rule on the dreads? You have to have dreads if you're white <laughs> to do yoga. Again, that's going to attach to lifestyle, and someone I feel that chooses that hairstyle is going to be a little bit more into natural living, and they, therefore... Because they're also choosing not to shower. What's, not what's going on? true, actually. I know a lot of very hygienic dreadlock wearers, actually. I want you to wear your, your dreadlocks flash. I want, <laughs> I want you to say things like, trust. <laughs> if you're... If you're Howley, trust, bro, and you're doing yoga in Hawaii, you're living on the North Shore, you're shopping in Whole Foods. Oh, come Foods, on, dude! You get the dreads. Why, you're not taking a shower. Why do you have to be so racist? Why is it? <laughs> you're so awful. Look, that's how not very so, yoga-like of you. Seriously, I, I'm, I'm not very, very disappointed. I'm not a very yoga kind of guy. I'm just saying. <laughs> clearly, some of these things are true. I'm just wondering what the deal. Is. In, There's in a, terms stereotype. Of a stereotype. Exactly. There are stereotypes for everything, and you can plug anything into a box. God, she she ha- comes back with a very like PC she, she's answer. really good at her practice of yeah. yoga. <laughs> hey, so uh, what the hell is bar, and, and why should I take it? So I can speak specifically on the bar method. That's what I practice, and I'm actually very close to my f- certification. I'm in the final weeks here. Yep, um, she's going to be a bar yeah, I, teacher. I see it. I see it on the schedules. I look in the classrooms. It's all women taking it. What? Just like yoga. It's, it's, it's for women, right? Up. It's not well, for us. A no. long time ago, I take it. Predo- in yoga classes, <laughs> well, yes, again, it's true. 
Yeah, and we all know why. Oh, well, a long time ago in yoga classes, it was female dominant. You mm-hmm. don't see that today. And I think, again, that just you know goes back to that idea. I have to be flexible. Most male bodies technically aren't, you know, they're not flexible. So they sure. wouldn't really want to go stretch. Right, right. So over time, it's become more popular. Any human body can benefit from taking bar classes. Um, and again, I can only speak of the bar method because that's what I participated in. And basically, you're using a combination of the ballet bar, Pilates, yoga, props, there's balls, there's, you know, weights, whatever. And you're working in very tiny isometric movements within alignment with very high, fast reps. Okay. So it's on different tempos. So you're constantly working in the deeper layers of muscles once you get in that mm. alignment. And you're actually creating structural changes so you're changing the muscles you're changing the form of the body you're getting stronger and i've firsthand seen it with our clients at the studio so it's yoga meets crossfit definitely not not, not crossfit at all yeah not you said CrossFit. it's fast though well there are is it like hit of, uh, no not not nope. hit not even no. that no you're using a lot of reps in a short amount of time would be a better way to phrase that it's like okay. stick your arms out into a t and then move them up and down an inch but for like a minute and then you move them in front of you and do this. It's like all these really small, small movements. Oh, small isometric. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Okay. You all can right. take a whole class and bust your ass and yeah. be dying the whole you're time. You're taking now? I, I've, I've taken yeah. bar for the last several years. You're like years. self-destructive, though. So like <laughs> every time you say I'm doing something, I'm like, okay, what are you going to break now? You know? I mean, weren't you on Cocoa Head yesterday yep. or two days ago? Isn't your ankle still broken? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, yeah, I just do, saying I do all the time, and I, I, I mm-hmm. broke my foot on Coco Head. Yeah, and I so did Cocoa Head I'm not taking medical or physical advice from you ever. No, but what I'm, what I was getting to is, it's an incredibly hard workout. But I'll walk out of class and not like be sweaty yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's weird to relate to the so your recent, heart rate never yeah. gets crazy. It does. It's, it goes slightly up and down, but it's constantly going up and mm-hmm. down. It's not like not like a hit class where I feel like I'm gonna have a heart attack right, you know, right, right. in the middle of the class. Um, we just had Valentine's, so we had a date night. So all, all, a lot of the clients brought their male friends and oh, our okay. husbands. And oh, it was really nice. cute. And it was really awesome to see one of the husbands had said, you guys made this harder, didn't you? Because you knew all the guys were going to be here. And we're like, no, actually, this was an easy class. This is what we normally yeah. do. Yeah. It's, it's physically yeah. challenging for any body. And but men are especially, welcome, especially for guys, I feel like it's extra hard. Just yeah, because you're working yeah. muscles that they're not used to working, yeah. and they're not focusing on, because yeah. it's a lot of lower body. Have you been practicing on your kegels, Flash? Yes, yes, you have. Look, come here, let me show you. <laughs> no, I, you know, I've I've been taking bar for let's say at least three years, if not longer, uh, and I kid you not, I am for the last three years the only guy in bar class ever. But you also have a very small class. If it's it's a small class, like maybe ten people, but still. It's I'm always the only guy. And like yoga is there's this weird stigma about guys taking the class and not to get too pervy. But guys, I'm the only guy in the class and there's all these hot girls and it's just me. You guys are you're you're missing out is what I'm saying. That's is that what you're saying? Yeah, actually, um, yoga, traditionally women. And there's there's a song about that.
What's up, little yoga girl? What's going on? I see you got your little mat wearing your toms. My name is Dave from that Whole Foods song. You want to meditate with me? I'm like, um. Well, anyway, I guess you better be going. The last thing I want to do is stop your vinyasa from flowing. You need some mat space. Go on, be about it. It's just that Minnie's class gets so damn crowded. Yeah, that's what I heard. It gets pretty tight. What's up for later, though? You want to try to grab a bite? We could hit up Revolution or the Earth Cafe. Have a vegan cookie and talk about your day. Or we could take a walk down by the ocean. I heard those hip openers release a lot of emotion. It's all good, though. You know, like, either way. You feel like going with me? Namaste. Hey, yo, girl. some visine. Your breathing sounds just a little heavy, cool guy. You need to come to class and learn some ujjayi. I know you see me every single day like groundhog, and I appreciate it, but I'm not down, dog. I'm gonna grab a coconut water and be on my way. I wish you peace and blessings. Namaste. Hey, yo, Level poses I can show you. My first choice, rub lotion on my stiff joints. It's thoughts of you that keep my man, Duke of Matt Moist. Your aura's glowing, your Taria steady flowing. I signed you up for my newsletter without you knowing. I wanna fly your whole posse to Varanasi, or we can go to Goa and sip some mango lassi, cause I love it when you call me Big Bob. I wanna explore your Bodhisattva, unblock my chakras. You got my fourth level exposed. When you fold them Lululemons in a bow pose, you're like a model with that metal water bottle always with you. I'm trying to be sleeping vision, straight up. That song's amazing, by the way. Want to give a shout out to my boy DJ Spider. He's the DJ for that. He uh, gave us the thumbs up to let us play that today. That's it. We had permission to play that iHeartRadio. Please don't take us off the air. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's there's a lot of, of references in there to uh, to yoga. It, is is he just talking gibberish? No, he he did his homework. It's, he it's, nails it. Yeah. And <laughs> there's like the slapstick version of a lot of that stuff, but the way he like pieces it together, it's. 
It's pretty good. Pretty well done. Pretty accurate. Yeah. All right. So uh, before we go, what else are you into? You got you actually got a really cool uh, cool project that's about to open in Kakaako, which is yeah. a hotbed of activity right now. Everybody's uh, putting something awesome there. What do you got? So uh, my husband and I will be opening up a butcher shop. It's going to be called Butcher and Bird. It'll be a full service butcher shop. Um, right in the heart of Salt Kakaako. We will also have a cure room and cure our own meat, have charcuterie. We'll have a deli Mm. menu. Um, You will have a deli. Yes, yes. Hell yes. There's a lot of really fun kind of things that will come out of it along the way. Um, Like sandwiches. (laughs) I love sandwiches so much. I love... Do, do, were you, were you ever, uh, do you remember uh, G Adeli in oh Kailua? Gosh. That's my yes. favorite deli yes. of all time. All time. All time. Yeah. All time. The New Yorker, that oh, was my favorite. Oh my gosh, there were so many. Like I would just order off the wall. I just order yeah. different ones every time. And so at G Adeli, you could buy just buy That's a pound it. They of were meat. a real yeah. deli, yeah. a working deli, or like a working butcher shop. But right. then they also had a deli. Like, is, it, is that the kind of concept you're going for yeah, here? So, a little bit more? So we will have sausages, in-house made sausages, charcuterie, local meats from local farmers um we also one interesting aspect is butcher and bird i'm the bird i don't eat meat i have nothing against it it just does not feel good in my body okay so by default there will typical be typical yoga teacher there will be a bird menu that will complement the butcher's menu and if you don't eat meat you can just order off a bird menu what? boring that's all sausage cool, all the time <laughs> Wow, I heard just said that's, that out loud. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that was bad. That's exactly that was what bad. your life is like, Flash. We know. <laughs> yeah. Thanks the for finally admitting out. it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. When is the uh, scheduled opening date for that? Hopefully the end of March, beginning of April. Congratulations. Thank that's you. exciting. Uh, and the, they're actually, uh, that whole Kakako area is about to take off. I mean, yeah, well, we've been doing pop ups down there. So it's, oh, so people kind of know. Yeah, yeah. it's coming. The, the buzz is out there. So. Yeah. And uh, Whole Foods opens uh, by the end of uh, next year, end of this year, early next year. Uh, Down to Earth is going to be open in the end of April, I think. So the whole Kakako area is going to have it's all exploding. kinds of stuff. Exploding. Yeah. yeah place to be so what we want i want to get the uh get her husband uh chuck back on the show feeding us once once you guys are oh, yeah open. yeah we'll go we'll go take the show on the road we'll just yeah. we'll go and we'll do it from the curing room so wh- however it works did i get free sausage that's we're gonna again do. we're gonna yeah. again yeah. again yep. Flash, I, I, as soon as i said it, all, I heard the, it. all the sausage you can eat right i heard it, I heard it as soon that's as i said it. Yeah. that's it don't you work at hula's on the weekends <laughs> that's like don't you get enough <laughs> all right Oh, boy. Where can we follow you? Maybe follow the restaurant. Maybe get the latest. Uh, Our uh, Instagram for Butcher and Bird is at Butcher and Bird. Um, we also have a website, butcherandbird.com. My Instagram is Lady Jessa. Lady Jessa. Well, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Jessa. Coming up next Wednesday on the podcast, mm-hmm. we've got Hawaii's, no offense to you, most famous TV man on the show. Guy Hagi! Guy Hagi is going to be on the show next week. And also next week, Hawaii's most famous webcam girl. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, boy. Lots of questions. Webcam girl and Guy Hagi? Yes. On the same day? Same day. Two different shows. Get the memes ready, folks. It's going to be fantastic. (laughs) Jessica, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody. Time for Shavasana. Namastizzle. Hey, that's it. So if you liked what you heard, which, which is unlikely, but that's fine. <laughs> but if you did, tell your friends. Yes. How would I tell my friends? How how does this iHeart app podcast thing work, Maleko? Really, really good. Look up. You <laughs> see you see those three dots at the top of the screen there on the right? Click that. That's the uh, the okay. share button. Check. Got and it. then you can uh, email it. You can text your friends. You can copy the link. You could post it on social media. Yeah. 
just post it on social media. We don't I, want I you to text your friends or email them. We want every we want as many people mm-hmm. to know about this as possible. So yeah. don't be shy. And don't forget to follow us on social. I'm at DJ Maleko. I'm at Flashy808. That's Flashy with two E's. Or I guess if you turn the still talking. If like, you turn the push up. notifications on on uh. your on your app, then it will automatically tell you. I'm not listening. That there's I've a new show coming up. Left the room. <laughs> no one cares. Oh, I so want to hear more. <laughs> hey! 